Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball, the first episode where we discuss the postseason because it's here. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. I am sitting at my desk at the Roosevelt Studios. Jake is sitting across from the table from me. BBD is in the corner. We're back in the office. We quarantined. We got ourselves healthy. We got ourselves safe. And now it's time to watch some playoff baseball and never sleep again for a couple weeks. Thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate you. I'm going to rifle off some of our most newest patrons right away, Jake, because they are bringing the show today and they deserve the shout-outs. Mm. Are you ready for it? We have Christina Muniz, MG, Evan Fleshig, Tyler Branco, Bronso, Branco, Tiffany Gustanki, mm. Gustanki, Gustanki, that's a crazy name, Tiff. Tim Spencer, Jeff Lacey, Brennan, Ross N., Nate Buckles, mm. Linsa come in my buckles. King Memington the third, Oliver Goodacre, Andrew Kolbenschlag, Kolbenschlag, mm. Kolbenschlag, mm. Dylan Schreiner, Classical Revolution, Alex Beglin, Carter Illich, Straight Pipe. Mm. Hold on, there's some uh, there's some stuff at the end of that. Straight piped Z71, Thomas Peterson and Chris Dykstra. Those are our most recent patron supporters. Our most recent patrons. Thank you guys very much. Um, we're gonna be doing like an episode a day every morning around 11 a.m. East Coast time, um, 8 a.m. California time. And that's live for patrons. As soon as we record it, as soon as it gets edited and then published, it's live for everyone. I'm guessing that's going to be around if we go 11 to 1230, around 1.30 in the afternoon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, only day that should be kind of rough is the Wednesday game. Games start at noon. We'll have to figure that out. Maybe we'll make Trev wake up Yeah, I'm trying to trick Trev and again up a little early. He can. He loves it. Well, he so so if you want to watch live, uh, you know, it's a good time to get in and support us. If you've been following all season, it's like two dollars. It's two dollars a month. You get all live access. You know, a lot of people in the chat Helps. help with part of the show. Helps. They're basically community. They're basically intern producers. They give us a lot of info <laughs> that uh, it's on their resume. Helps. Yeah. Intern producer. If you're a patron member. So, Jake, how are you doing? Jim, I'm good. I'm good. Tell him um, why Trev isn't here. Trev isn't here. He uh, he was planning on being live. He was doing a little getaway weekend with the fam before the playoffs, before we lock him in a room. Uh, he's trapped in a fire. No, he uh, he's leaving his vacation early because his family was getting a little nervous about the California fire. So we don't like that noise at all, Jim. So if you could stop that. Uh, so, yeah, Trev's on his way back home. That was the sound of the fire. Uh, so we thank him. Um, no, we don't. We fucking hate him. But uh, he'll be he'll be with us throughout this. Uh, we'll have anything that's a bad take. We'll say is from him. And, we got to uh, do brackets. He'll be back. Yeah, we'll do some brackets. Maybe. Maybe. When should we? Should we have done those already? 
I mean, it's like today. today or tomorrow. Yeah, so we'll do them tomorrow. Probably today. We'll do them today. We'll post them tomorrow, tomorrow or something, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if we're doing a show tomorrow. We're uh, doing the pregame show. Yeah, we are. Pregame show, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, we'll have brackets on the pregame show. And yeah, man, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be nuts, man. It's it's hard to fathom. Um, you know, I, I'll I'll always have my feelers a little bit in the other. In the other sports as well, and it's like, what the Stanley Cup's going on right now? Like I asked NBA a, final starts I asked, this week. I asked around. Brother-in-law nuts, Brett dude. is he follows hockey. He's a sure. Ducks fan. Follows hockey. I asked him, has hockey been on your radar? Like you follow hockey, and he said no. No, like I don't see it anywhere. It's really weird, man. I feel bad, and it it really is. And it, we're gonna find out with baseball. We're gonna see how it feels because playoff hockey has such a tie to the environment, and I feel like you see the cuts screens of the streets of St. Louis going nuts and we don't have that this year. Um but dude like NBA is normally the hottest sport in the streets. Like the finals just got decided and it's like not hot. Like not Who's a lot of it? people talk. It's the Lakers and the Heat. No um, nothing's been finding me. And I think maybe that's the bubble. So maybe this isn't a year where baseball is going to find casual fans. It'll be interesting to see because I do feel like baseball, and obviously we're linked to it more, but baseball in a semi-joking, in a serious way, has been hot in the streets, and I think it's going to continue. I'm way too close to, to I, know I, I, the I think, difference. I think people are more into the baseball, and it's nuts, man. These three-game series are as mind-numbing as it comes from our angle because, dude, you just you can go – Eight ways with it instantly. I mean, yo, yeah, they, they got their ace going game one, and they, you know, then they just need one. Oh, but if they beat their ace, then they're done. And, like, that's, you know, you can essentially have that argument with almost every series, and it's going to be bizarre to see who the playoff stars are and how these three-game sets look because, I mean, we're going to talk about them a lot, <laughs> but we don't really know. We haven't seen them. Yep. So let's let's do um, a brief recap of how the regular season ended, mm. and um, and then we'll get into like surface level matchups. Uh, but you know we'll be doing the pregame show and we'll be doing the recap after each every morning around eleven a.m. ten thirty a.m. If we can get Trev up earlier, we'll be recapping the games that happened beforehand. That will live on this feed that you're listening to right now. We will also still be doing our pregame shows. Detailing the games that are coming up. It's going to be really hard on like Wednesday when there's eight games, yeah. but then it'll fizzle out and there'll be one or two. Yeah. And that those shows are live for everyone. You don't have to be a patron member to, to watch those. We've been doing them all season. Yeah. They're a little more loosey goosey, a little more fun. Mm. Um, not that this isn't. So, mm. no loose here. There's going to be two talking baseball shows every day uh, a recap and a preview. Have you seen what the Wednesday schedule, Wednesday schedule is? Time wise? It's awesome. No, what is it? Games start at noon, one, two, three, four, and five, and then seven and ten are to themselves. But it's a that's crazy that's what night. we thought. That's what we thought we'd want the prime time, and then they'd stack them. That's nuts. Wednesday, yeah. I mean, the first game kicks off at noon. The last game kicks off at ten. We don't have enough TVs here. No, we uh, we'll figure something out. Flip rotate. Because I mean, we can go. We can have this conversation off air. Okay. Well, anyway, I'm we got excited. a smart TV, and then you can have the cable, and you can do some stuff. Eight there. games yourself. on a Wednesday. Admit yourself. It's crazy. Let's what happened this weekend? What was important this weekend? Can I know you want to talk about the Brady Singer Tark Scooble start. Well, I don't Kansas want to talk City. about any like individual oh, performances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and we don't care about that. Game. First update for anyone that may not know. Yeah. We have a lot of people that listen that maybe they don't pay attention deeply, and this is their news source. The Phillies Ooh. and the San Francisco Giants Ooh. do not make the playoffs. I like it. Let's start off with the losers of the weekend. Yeah. Phillies and yeah. Giants. You yes. guys earned it. And you know what, Brewers? You're fucking losers this weekend, too, but you backed in. Bunch of jerks. Who I've been rooting for all year, but you're still jerks. Everyone backed in, man. That <sighs> so I was. I I mean, I think everyone knows that. Uh, you know, I think whatever. I I was running. I was helping our social team, who they kick ass. Yeah. But I was helping them with that last day because I thought it was so exciting. So I was like, I'll jump on. I'll make clips. I'll tweet from talking baseball. Let's cover it. We were trying to give out all the scenarios and the score. The most unexciting, exciting day. The circumstances. We're so excited, exciting of Sunday. And then no one did anything. Like, I tweeted out, all the Giants needed was the Brewers to lose, and if they won, they were in the playoffs. The Brewers lost. The Giants couldn't get the win. And, hey, Giants. But but then all the Phillies needed, like, the Phillies needed the Brewers and the Giants to lose. So you're saying that probably won't happen. Both happened. Phillies can't win. And I'd zoom out even more, Jim. Phillies just needed one game this weekend, and they didn't get it. I mean, they played the Rays, who, hey, they are the second-best team in baseball, but these games didn't matter to them. They clinched the number one seed on Friday, and and you didn't get one, and you didn't deserve it. You, your you bullpen didn't, didn't you deserve did, it all You didn't year. deserve it. That's the thing with the expanded playoffs. Like, yeah. It creates fake chaos, and I've been saying this on both of our shows for a while. Because a lot of people responded to me like, well, that's what happens when you let 500 teams into the playoffs. They don't take, like, they, uh, of course they're not going to win their way in. They're bad right. teams. Well, I I understand what you're saying, but I think we'll have, you could be very verified in a couple days, or you could be very flip-flop. Because, I mean, if, if the Brewers were to somehow beat the Dodgers, if... Um, I mean, with Burns you know, out, that's going to... Miami and the Cubbies. Yeah, but it's, uh, I mean, it's baseball Susan. The we'll Philly see. situation is Can nuts. the Toronto lineup go? The bi- the- well, so, the Phillies and Giants. Just give them, like, five minutes and each. And let's, let's, let's give them, well, let's give the Giants a little love. They weren't supposed to be here at all. That's what I was saying. Like, the bigger loser should be the Rockies in Arizona. I mean, those yes. teams could have easily been 500 baseball teams, and you would have been in the playoffs at 500. Rockies are huge losers this season. They're losers. So are the Diamondbacks, man. The Diamondbacks went out, got mad bumped. They but went I out. didn't get any of those moves. I, I, I said all, like, for me personally, like, I was like, I, I didn't have that. They had a winning anything. record last year, and they went out and got players. Confusing moves and, and they that it. might have worked, but I still don't. Um, Rockies, you blew it. Mets, you blew it, but you also lost, like, some really good pitchers. Um, but you still kind of blew it. Phillies, you blew it in a big way. Giants, almost good for you, and then you blew it at the end. But the Giants is fine. Like, you walk away from yeah. the Giants and you say, hey, that was fun. You know, it would have been fun to get a three-game series yeah. and lose it. And they whatever. got, you know, that last inning, you know, they're down one run, and they got some brutal calls from the umpire. So I know Giants brutal. fans are hurting. So sorry about that. That stinks. The Phillies are in a tough spot because they traded Real Muto. They traded for Real Muto. They traded Sixto Sanchez. Sixto Sanchez is now in the pl- playoffs with the Marlins. Yeah. And Real Muto's contract's done, and you didn't even make the playoffs once with him. Yeah. So, and then you have Bryce Harper come out and say, if Real Muto's not on the team next year, that we got problems. And it's like, oh, shit, Bryce. Yeah. Like, imagine if they don't re-sign him, because, you know, teams can offer him more money, and Bryce isn't going to get mad at Real Muto. And right. Bryce, you took a ton of money, so they might not have money. And Very interesting for Bryce to come out and say that 
because it puts everyone in a tough spot. I've been kind of saying it all year. I know, like but every just, chance just he's cement got. it now. If you're a Phillies fan, you love it. Yeah. He's fighting for his guys, and Rimoto's really good. But Philly's like, come on, guys. Yeah, and no, I'll say this. The spin zone for Philly is, <laughs> you know, what was our weakness? I <laughs> found it. <laughs> it's the bullpen. So, again, if you can, you know, maybe they do real, re-sign Real Muto. Maybe they offer him the, you know, the qualifying. And, again, free agency might be real weird this year. So maybe Real Muto does come back. And then you can focus literally all of your efforts on the bullpen. So you've got that, but, I mean, just uh, you guys screwed the pooch this year. Um, I mean, do we do the AL losers quick? I mean, it's the Angels. Te- and- Texas kind of screwed up. Yeah. Um. The Nationals, people probably want us to say they're losers. Their whole season was bizarre and kind of where they finished. They never were. The Nationals were big-time losers. The in, whole Soto this- thing sucked and... Scherzer I, I and, like, Strasburg and Corbin all yeah. pitched all season, though, right? Yeah. Uh, I think maybe a little. Yeah, I think Strasburg was hurt to start the year, and the Soto thing was just bizarre. And that kind of they started off so bad. Um, kind of losers. They still have a ring. They don't care. Yeah, I think the thing with the Nationals is I never cared because yeah. they won last year, and they it's so easy to and be it's like a whatever, weird year, whatever. Yeah. We had our weirds, but yeah, I guess you know Nationals fans could be saying like, "Hey, we fucked up." Yeah, too. they're you're saying we're the defending champs. We should be back in there, and you're not. And if you went 500, you would be. But I told you guys the MLB fix was in on them. So, um, AL losers, um, the Angels, they started playing pretty solid ball down the stretch. And again, if you were, if they were 500, they'd be the sixth seed in the AL, Jim. They fire their GM immediately. Billy, Billy Epps. Uh, old uh, ex assistant GM, uh, Brian Cashman. Yeah. So maybe when Steve Cohen poaches Cashman, the Yankees will just hire Epler. Epler to work for Alderson. Um, if you're not aware of that reference, Carl Ravitch was asked mm. what he would do as Steve. If what would what would your advice be to Steve Cohen and Carl Ravitch, who's an analyst on TV and says interesting things, like what we do, yeah. said, "Well, I'd try and go get Cashman. He's pretty good." Try and and then there were a bunch of headlines like Mets' first move may be to steal Cashman. Mm. And it's like, no, 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 no. That was just Carl Ravitch's advice. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a plan anywhere. But it might be. They asked Cashman about it, or Heyman asked Cashman about it, and he was like, well, it's pretty flattering, but Carl Ravitch just said that. Yeah. There's no sources from Mets. You don't need sources anymore. <laughs> sources are so... It's so funny that so the headlines they wrote were like, Mets may try to steal. And it's like, what? No, that was just Ravitch's advice, which is good advice. Yeah. Anyway, um... Rangers yeah. are probably kicking themselves a little bit, but they finished with the second worst record in baseball. We kind of thought it could go that way. Um, that's pretty wild in hindsight. Um, that's kind of it, though. I mean, the AL ended hey, up sorting out pretty good. I, who are some of the winners out of the losers? Like, like Boston, the Giants. They were they didn't make the playoffs, but. Good year. They, they had out. a good baseball year. The, um, the Orioles. I think the Orioles took a big step forward that no one expected them to. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny seeing where they landed um, because, again, that was their Vegas over-under to start the year. It's 25. How many um, did they get? 25. Um, so uh, Yeah, but they, they, had, they played some... They played some good, better baseball. They played baseball. a good brand of baseball for a little while. They ended up limping in. 
Um, I think Kansas City's kind of happy. They had some young people coming up. Detroit's pretty happy. They had young people come up and they played good baseball. Kansas for City's a bit. got some good pitching. Um, I think those are your only winners out of the loser. Boston wanted to be bad this year. They get the fourth pick in the draft. They fire Renicky. Yeah, uh, they or PR screws it up again. Yeah. It's actually their move now. It's like the PR is like, wait, yeah. you guys think we screwed up? That's our move. Yeah, it's our SIG. What they did is they announced there's a press conference, like Dombrowski did this, and now with Renicky, they're like, all right, Renicky's talking to the press at 1 o'clock, and then the press shows up, and then Renicky doesn't show up, and the PR guy does and says, oh, Renicky's not coming, we fired him. Gotcha. Gotcha. Thanks for showing up, though. Enough of the losers. Let's talk about the good teams. You want to? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. The Brewers, so like, okay, the uh, the American League was set up from the start. The Brewers get in, the Reds get in. Yeah. Those are the, you know, the whole will they, won't they. NL Central, bro. NL Central has four teams in the playoffs. It's pretty cool. The Brewers very much backed in Yeah. because everyone else lost. You know, if the Phillies won or the Giants won, the Brewers aren't in because yeah. they didn't win. But they're in there. The Brewers also lose their best pitcher going into the postseason, yeah. and, that, and that sucks for them, and, the, and that's not good. Um, but they are the eight seed. The eight seed Brewers will be playing the one seed Dodgers. They win their division. Um, and then the seven seed Reds, also the wild card, and they, the Reds end with a winning record, 31-29. and 29. Yep. Real hot to end the season. Won, won their last few series uh, to get it going. Nobody wants them. Votto with the awesome presser. Oh, you like that? Yeah. You're coming around on Votto, huh? I don't like his on-the-field antics. That was always kind of the miscommunication. But some of the weird stuff he was doing with the fans between games, taking taking the balls from kids and stuff. Um, I don't know. It was kind of a hardo on the field. I love his game, and I like his off-the-field off stuff. Uh, some of the on-the-field goof kind of came off bad. Yeah, it seems like you don't like one thing he does when he toys with opposing fans. Yeah. Okay. And I don't like that. <laughs> but you used to say you didn't. We used to go back and forth on this very show, and you said you didn't like Votto. Well, it's. Now you're saying you like everything besides one thing about him. Uh, yeah, I don't like that. There's not a lot of players that you hear me say I don't like one thing about. I know. Votto's like <laughs> beloved across the league, and yeah. it was your stance I like that you didn't of, like him. I do like some of the other stuff he does. I don't like that. Okay. Um, He's awesome. If you haven't no. heard that soundbite, it's. The off the field. Every quote in that soundbite nails it. I'll say, I'll say this: uh, the storm is sweeping too strongly on the Reds. Um, oh yeah, everyone has them like a favorite now. Yeah, they're. Uh, but, the, but the Braves pitching. Braves we'll pitching. Uh, but you know, and we've done this the past couple of times. I mean, the central hitting this year, it was the White Sox, and that's it. As teams that could hit. Yeah, a lot of and good pitching, so there's a yin and yang. So the Braves facing the Reds could be a little bit of a hello. Um, so that that series is going to be fun, but yeah, I mean, a lot of a lot of Reds takes flying. They're hot. Um, Cubs win their division. They're, like, limping in. The pitching's good, but their offense is brutal right now. Like, I was on the Cubs forums, and they were all like, how we are about the Yankees. I think there's a lot of similarities between Cubs and Yankees fans right now. Because I was reading a bunch of Cubs fans' opinions on uh, Reddit, and a lot of them were like, I'd be surprised if we make it out of the first round. I was like, whoa! <laughs> I told you, they, they got off to a hot start, and I was saying Cubs fans aren't excited. I mean, since they started 13-3, and 
I mean, since then they've been under 500, which is the majority of the season. Like they haven't played a good brand of baseball in a chunk. I, of time. I like the Cubs. I like Darvish and Hendricks. Um, the Marlins have a good offense, but they chase like crazy. You can get them to swing it, swing and miss stuff, and and. You know, Darvish is a professor, or Hendricks is a little professor out there, and Darvish has swing and miss stuff. So I like those two pitchers against the Marlins. The Marlins, though, they get in. They they take two out of three against the Yankees, and we saw a little bit of this. They play to win every at-bat in every inning, and they're doing hit and runs, and they're laying down bunts, and they're, move, they're doing everything that the Braves don't do to jump around. The Braves just bang. I think the Braves have the least amount of productive outs in all of MLB. I think the Marlins are the opposite. Yeah. So uh, so that might be fun baseball. The Marlins play a scary brand of playoff baseball. Um, They're like the Royals in 15. They've got bodies. Um, they've got some young pitching. It's, uh, I mean, that Cubs series, like you, you mentioned, I mean, it's going to be in Wrigley, and the Cubs have a lot of guys that have done it before. But Miami's kind of got this young and dumb thing going. They've got their no one expected us to be here. And... I mean, they run. They pressure you that if they take one of the Hendricks-Darvish starts, if it's Lester for game three, I mean, Miami would run all over him. Yeah. And then it's what? Then is it Alec Mills? Is it? Yeah, Alec Mills for game four. But, I mean, that would... It's three game. It's Lester for game three, I think. They haven't announced it. I'm just saying that would be an awful matchup for the Cubs. Um, do you think the Cubs could do their best public apology department ever by letting him be the only fan in Wrigley? Ooh, the only fan. No, because if you lose a three-game set, then Bartman's like back on the hot seat, so you can't risk it. Put that. him in disguise as like a vendor, and it's uh, no one knows about it, but he gets People to see. People will know. Is that old man Bartman? That's a prosthetic nose. That'd be good, though. Those highlights were going. I mean, because it's the Bartman series, but, man, tough. Oh, that's like... You know, society looked back and were like, whoa. Yeah. We're a bunch of assholes, yeah. huh? Sent that dude into witness protection? Yeah. Oops. It's like a real blight on sports fans' yeah. past. There's a lot of other ones out there. I mean, there's been murders in parking lots and stuff, but yeah. like, that was like a collective. Like, even, I think, even like broadcasters, I think, like piled on. Like, oh, the yeah. whole, everyone in society. It's sports, yeah. It's bad. The beauty and the sickness of sports Um, In the National League Cubs, Marlins And then Padres, St. Louis Which Mm. is the most interesting Uninteresting matchup for me Um, Padres lose Clevenger uh, And and they get to host Which is awesome Padres offense has been dying of late Uh, They're the second most home runner bust team And they haven't really been doing it The Cardinals they're a little bit like the Marlins. They just find ways to win. I mean, Bader's went off in the game in the last game, but I, is it Flaherty game one? So I wrote down the matchups, and, and I was trying to find announcements. And you would think it's Flaherty game one, but he just pitched, but I think he lines up. And the NL does start a day later. Later, yeah, yeah. And, again, this is where kind of funky three-game strategy comes in that we haven't seen before. I almost would like if they went Wayno Flaherty. Well, that's what the Dodgers are doing. Because you can win that Wayno game pretty easily. Wayno's still a monster. And then if you got Flaherty following, I mean, that can be a, like a wham-bam thank you, man. I, that's what the Dodgers are doing, and it made me rethink it. Because for a while, you know, in Yankees land, I was like, Cole's first. 
Cole's game one. What are the Dodgers doing? They're going Bueller one, Kershaw two. I think they did that last year, right? Yeah, but Bueller deserved it more last yeah. year. Kershaw is their best starting pitcher right now in a landslide, I believe. And But then I was reading, and everyone was like, well, game two is the most important game. Whether you win or lose game one, game yeah. two is the most important game. It's true. So it makes a little sense. Um, but I, don't, I, don't, I could not find what the Cardinals are doing. I don't know if they've announced it yet. Let me look at the pitching game log. So Flaherty pitched on the 25th, right? Um, so 25th, 1, 26 day of rest, 27, get 2 rest, 23, 4. So if he pitches on the 30th, that's 4 days rest for Flaherty. So he's lined up unless they want Kim. Wayno can't pitch um, in game 1 or 2, it looks like. He, he pitched, pitched on the 26th. 26th. So that would be one, two, three. No, he could pitch game two. So Wayno can pitch game two. So you're thinking Flaherty Wayno? Yeah, but Kim's rested and Kim's been their best pitcher. It is like a, a, that's very odd to throw Kim out there game one over Flaherty, who's your dude. Yeah. But, but then again, that's where the funny business comes into play. Like, hey, you know, you got Flaherty and Wayno ready to go. Yeah. That's where I, that's, I've been talking about Yankees funny business a lot on Talking Yanks. I'm surprised they kind of didn't go that route. Yeah, I don't know. And the Cardinals, you could pretty easily tell Flaherty you're saving him for a game three if you need him. And if they get through in two, then he can go game one and five or however the schedule lines up. Like, yeah, but you can't. If you also lose the first two, it's just because the other two have been so good. Yeah, you can't. You can't go. I don't know what day he last pitched. Flaherty, you can't go down without using Flaherty. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. You're. That's why the best pitcher pitching game two, I kind of get if you like the matchup in game one. If you have, if you're other like Walker in game one with the bullpen. Well, that's where I thought some teams might be flexible, and hey, maybe they will be. Again, we don't know. This hasn't happened before, but kind of what. BBD was saying, like, if you had Flaherty and Wayno in the hole and both were on, you know, both are rested, you know, you could almost go Wayno game two if you won and say, like, hey, you know, if we do win in two, we got Flaherty lined up for the DS and you might be in a better position than any team. I don't like doing that. Or you have Flaherty lined up for the third and deciding game. I, I, I don't, I, I, I get it. I, you have to pitch your best pitchers in game one and two. If you want to flip it, you can, but you can't save Flaherty for game three and then lose, and you never used him, or you used him out of the bullpen. And well, you that's never... what I'm saying. If you won one of the first two games, then you save Flaherty for either the third game I or you have him for game one. But I'm saying I would not do that. Yeah. I need your top two pitchers to start your first two games. like Because if you lose game one and then you go Wayno game two – and if, and if he they lost game it. one, I have Flaherty pitching game two. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm yes, I agree with that. I'm saying the other option, even if you win, I'm using Flaherty too. There's yeah. no way, even if you're up one nothing, I'm saving Flaherty. Yeah, just getting the best two pitchers in the first two. I think it's interesting to to put the be, like if the Yankees went Tanaka Cole, I could you could talk me into that. Yeah, but you can't go. You can't save Cole for a potential game three or game one for me. It has to be in the first two games. Yeah, I know that's where I I I'm I understand the strategy. By it. Like if you went, if the Yankees were to win Cole, and then you potentially save Tanaka for game three, because right now the Yankees game three is a pretty scary proposition if they get there. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Um, all right, so let's stay in the NL. Is there any other matchups we haven't really talked about yet? I think we did the NL. Um, Braves, Reds. Yeah, I just, you know, it's it's what this Reds team is built for, and we're going to find out. I mean, they've got the three horses. I'm worried about the Braves. The offense bangs, but they do not do the timely hitting. They do not do the sack fly. They do not do the move the runner over. Uh, they It's like they bang or... And they bang one way. So if if they, I'm worried about the Braves' offense not doing the little things. Uh, I think they are like the worst team with runners in scoring. Basically, I read an article and it was like all you every fan base thinks they're bad at moving runners over and runners in scoring position. Well, thank God the Braves exist because they're not as you're not as bad as them. And I was like, oh, um, I think they're the least productive outs in baseball, and they're going against really good pitchers that they're not going to be able to like just bomb them. So it would be a very interesting. But you're not going to be able to bomb them until you do bomb them. And the I Reds mean, pitchers have not faced a lineup like the Braves before. The Braves lineup is very, very good. I mean, dude, the Ozuna almost had the triple crown this year. Um, you know, he had homers and RBI. Juan Soto, youngest batting champ ever. Jesus Christ. Um, Freddie Freeman might win MVP, a 1.1 OPS. Acuna. His, he dropped to a 987 OPS. Darno is a 919. Duvall, Swanson start with an 8. Albies has been going nuts for the past month. I don't know, man. I'm a. I like uh, Ian Anderson. I like the Marlins small balling him to death. Like, if you have a rookie pitcher out there. The Reds. The Reds small balling him to death. Like, if you. I don't know if they small ball to death. The Reds haven't. Really bald today. I know, but offense. I would love that strategy. I would love them yeah. to like bunt around, steal. It's first playoff start, mess with the dude a little bit. Yeah, uh, I don't know if they will. Yeah, no, I'm. Uh, I mean, Bauer freed game one. That's kind of that's as good as it gets. Yeah, I'm interested to see. I mean, Bauer's not going to be on normal rest, and Bauer's a guy that does you know believe in the body performing the best, and he's been fighting to go every three days. I'm interested to see how that looks. Bauer has. So I I'm not gonna bet against Bauer on short rest right now just because it's not short rest. I'm saying he's getting extra rest. Oh well, whatever rest he's getting, I'm betting on Bauer because I've never seen a guy with so much confidence. Yeah, and he's put it out there so much. I don't know. I mean, I he's just, probably gonna win the Cy Young. Um, again, I think he's running into a different lineup that he hasn't seen. Um. And he might be extra rest. Uh, I don't know. He, he's going to come in that first game, and it's going to be what? Acuna, Albies, Freeman, Ozuna. And, you know, he might be overhyped. You know, he's had the playoff thing before. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I. Uh, and then, like, you know, Sonny Gray's got a ton of playoff experience. Our taste in our mouths from him um, is a little different as Yankee fans. But it's... It's going to be, be the two. It's going to be an interesting series. They they have Sonny lined up for game three. Yeah, right yeah. Sonny for three. three. It's well, Castillo that's, two. If if it gets there, I don't know. I'm I'm going to be interesting to see this Braves lineup. What's the series that you can look at right now and say I think that one's going to go three? Because it for me it's Braves Reds. Ooh, okay. That's the one where if I had to choose, I think that one's definitely going three. NL games. only. And and only for now, and then we'll do this again when we move over. A series that's definitely going three games. Um, I think it's Padres Cardinals for me. Not definitely, just most likely. I I I think Braves. So you think Cards? 
Cards might do some funny business. They've got a ton of playoff experience. The Padres have been the story of baseball this year that if they lose game one, you know, it's going to be tough to picture them. Lamette's healthy, right? Lamette's healthy and good. Uh, Again, I think this is going to be his first playoff start. Let's see what that looks like. Um, Lamette versus Flaherty, Davies, Wayno. I, I, um, the Padres' bats have been a little stinky lately. Yeah, they started to come down to earth a little bit. In the so. last 10 games, I think they only have one player hitting with a, like a, a batting average, good batting average. It's, it's pro far, and then uh, Hosmer's good as well. But Hosmer's on base is awful, and his OPS is awful, so he's just slapping it around. Will Myers finishes with the highest OPS on that Padres team. Yeah, they, don't, they do not have like a hot hand right now. It's... It's Tatis actually turned it back on. He met with his dad. His dad told him yeah. to start stop striding so much. Hit again. Um, but he's been, you know, Tatis is a rookie. Lamette's a rookie. I, I am a believer in playoff experience helps you in the playoffs. We've seen it not happen, but we've also seen it happen a bunch. Yeah. So, you know, Cubs had to lose in the CS before they won the World Series. Royals had to lose in the World Series before they won the World Series. Um, it happens a lot. Yeah, and it's just, Astros broke the mode. They were cheating. It also ties into organizations a little bit. Yeah. Like, you know, the Padres, they don't have that kind of reputation. I think they're on their way. You know, they got new front office, and they've got obviously this young core. St. Louis is what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be a really good series. Yeah. Uh, anything else in the uh, NL? I mean, we're just kind of surface scratching. We're, we'll go deep dives into the games on the pregame show. Yeah, I mean, Dodgers-Brewers, that, that seems like a, a mismatch. I'll, I'll just say this. It is baseball. Yelly, you can wash away your whole season. And, man, the Brewers are a ticking time bomb just because if they get into the fifth inning with a lead, they got three guys that can yeah. give them multiple innings. Dodgers bullpen, they're, they're banking on all those guys being good because – None of the Dodgers pitchers have thrown 100 pitches this season, I think. I don't think any Dodger pitcher, like, finishes, the, gets into the sixth inning. So, either that was strategy, and they're now going to let them unload, empty the tank, and they were just saving them, so they're not gassed out for a deep run, or they're going to rely heavily on that middle bullpen for the Dodgers. And then, you know, you see Roberts, he, he was shaky to go to Jansen last year because of what happened in the playoffs before that. Um, I think Jansen's been good. He, he's got too shaky recently. Um, yeah, it it might be a battle of the bullpens for like four innings every day. This sounds really dumb because all of these game ones are going to be hyper important. We've talked about this. Like each fan base is going to, if you win game one, you're on top of the world. If you lose game one, are you it's, about it's to say disaster. that game one is the least more for the Dodgers? I think it's the most important. Oh, okay. I think of any team, because especially if they're going Kershaw game two with his quote-unquote playoff resume, and if they somehow lose to the Brewers in game one, I mean, holy smokes. It could so all I, was go go, I was going the opposite, saying you got Kershaw game two and the Brewers game three. I mean, and Woodruff, dude, we, uh, you know, we get lost. If in- they had Burns... It'd be a different story. If they it's had a Burns, a lot of people would be getting the hot take cannon ready. Jim, Bobby Woodruff finishes this season with a 3.05 ERA. Yeah, he's good. And, dude, his playoff experience, he's got uh, – it's its two starts, five games, but 16.1 innings with a 1.65 ERA. So it's a small sample, but it's the sample we've got. Mm-hmm. Woodruff's been really good in some big playoff games for them. 
Um, I think he even did it against the Dodgers in 2018. 9.1 innings, 17 Ks. We did. You did <laughs> give us the oh the God. offenses in the Central, though. Yeah. And the Dodgers are a different story. And the Dodgers should dominate this The series. Dodgers are swinging big sticks. Bellinger's got it going. In his last lose. 10 games, he's hot as fuck. Justin Turner's got it going. Um, Rios has even like been yeah. going crazy. Uh, Pollock's been going crazy. Pollock's been going nuts. Chris Taylor's the fifth hottest Dodger, and he would be the hottest Padre. He's in, the, in the, going into the postseason. Yeah. So, you know, Woodruff's not going to see a lineup. He hasn't seen a lineup like the Dodgers. No. So. He's got the playoff experience. He's he has pitched against these Dodgers. That game one is the biggest game one for me. Because although the rest of the series, I mean, the Dodgers should dominate this whole thing. They're an amazing team. Yeah. But it's one baseball game. Our guy John Sterling had the great quote the other day. Oh, who's going to win a baseball game? Well, I don't know. You can always ask that question. Nobody knows. I think game one is, is very important for the Braves. Okay. Freed, and then you got nothing. I see what you're saying. You got rookies. You got to win that Freed game. I mean... Because then they got Castillo and Bauer with a win under their belt right away. And if you can, if you can win game one, because you're saying the Reds have so much momentum right now and everyone's on them, it's kind of like a, a, a punch right away. Like, hey, we're the two seed. Yeah. And I think that punch can really land big if you knock out Bauer and the Reds in game one. So I think the Braves game one is the most important. And they have Freed, and he's coming back from injury. So he's got question marks around him a little bit. Acuna came out for a wrist injury, but he should be fine. Yeah. Um, Braves, Braves got, bullpen's good, but I think I think if the Braves lose game one, it, it gets scary, and the Reds become like a big favorite. It gets scary. Ian Anderson has been good for them. You're right. He is a rook. That lineup's got a lot of ex- playoff experience at this point. Um, I, I don't know. I think the Braves, they've gone so much of this year without relying on their starting pitching. That I think they're just like, well, this is how we run it. Norm says we're going to try to hit our dicks off. Norm says Freed needs to start game two. I wouldn't hate that move for them, but you are conceding game one then, basically. And I, I, I hate that move. You have to go Freed one. You have you to start Freed. You game can't one. start off scared. Yeah, I think they've already got them listed yeah, as the yeah, game yeah, one yeah, starter. Yeah. Freed starting game one. Norm, you're scared. Norm's patron in the chat. Braves fan. Don't be scared about. But he, Norm's scared, but he's also locked in. He said it's a lock that the Braves win. Yeah. I think they're going to do this. Is that not baseball fandom wrapped up into one? They're going to do their same thing, man. They're <laughs> they're going to that top of that lineup is disgusting. And yeah. I think uh you know Bauer Bauer hasn't seen a lot of that. Um All right, let's move on to the NL or the yeah. to the AL, but before that, let me tell you about a little company called Drafts Drafts Kings. Draft I got Kings. I got the new one, don't worry. Luke sent it to me. Week three of football is in the books, and now it's time to review the tape and get ready for week four. There is no better place to get in on all the action than with DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. To add to the excitement of week four, DraftKings is bringing back their can't-miss offer. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. DraftKings Sportsbook is giving all new users the chance to turn $1 into $100 when they bet on any team. That's right, you can place a $1 bet on any team, and if that team wins, you cash a cool Benjamin. How could you pass that up? Don't worry if football isn't for you. DraftKings is giving all you basketball fans 200% profit boost on any basketball market once you sign up. DraftKings is safe, reliable, and secure. 
making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top download the top rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code Jumbo when you sign up to get this can't miss offer. Pick any team during week four, bet one dollar on them and win one hundred dollars if they win. That's one dollar to win one hundred dollars when you use promo code Jomboy during sign up for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey only. Profit boost terms and conditions and eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In the American League, young Jake. We both went no hats today, huh? Who's your haircut um, gang? Haircut. We're a haircut pod. BBD's got one, too. Um, Did Lamette leave with injury? Well, he did, but I think they're now saying he's going to be okay. Bicep tightness. That's going to be... Interesting to follow. I was trying to read. If they're oh. without Lamette and Clev, because doesn't Clev think he's coming back too? He's not. Um, who's your Who's your number two team in the NL? I mean, it's still the Dodgers easily. Is it still the Padres for you? No, especially not if Lamette's shaky. Maybe. Who's Who's your number two in the NL? Um, Tricky. Right? Tricky. I Right now, my brain went... First, I went Cubs, and then I was like, okay. I still like the Cubs' experience, and I like that they're, they're guys. Like, if their lineup turns it on, we're hoping for the Yankees, and I don't believe in the Yankees for that same reason, so it feels like I can't believe in the Cubs. Then I went to St. Louis. Yeah. Um, they're sneaky good, They're man. sneaky, and I like their pitching staff. And then I went to the Reds. Yeah. They're a fucking nightmare, like Votto said. So I, I don't know. I mean, don't make me choose. For me right now, it's a coin flip between St. Louis and Atlanta. I kind of like St. Louis, man. How about that? But then they would face the Dodgers round two. So I think it might be Atlanta. What's the easiest path then? I I mean, you just want to stay away from the Dodgers. So it's going to be the the winner of the 2-3 series faces... I know the two seven faces the three six, so it's dude. What about Atlanta? Oh my god, storyline! I need the Cubs versus the Reds in the DS. Be good. That'd be a great story. I love a good storyline. You're talking me into that. Oh, that'd be good. Cubs, Cubs beat the Marlins easy. That's how I. That's how I pick my. uh, And then the Reds upset the Braves. Cubs Reds is a great matchup there. And then Dodgers Padres up top in the DS. Those are the two storyline matchups I think you want. Yeah. Um, and then from there you just go from there you just go Dodgers Cubs because that's the best markets for baseball. Mm. I I don't want all that. I'm just yeah. doing I'm just doing storyline. All right, well, let's, we we got to go yeah. to the AL. In the AL, the the first matchup is the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Blue Jays. Mm. Now the Blue Jays actually feel kind of good against the Rays. The Blue Jays, I believe, went. Four and six in the in the season series, but they had four games they lost yeah. by only one run. Yeah. So they don't hate it. Um, I don't know. I mean, the Rays are the clear cut favorite. Clear cut favorite. The Rays are so tough to analyze because the lineup kind of doesn't make sense on paper. You look at it and you're like, oh, okay. But then you look at some of their splits and you see like a guy like Brasso versus lefties. Um, I mean, is this a – so we talked about it for the Braves being a really important game one. Do you think if the Jays have any chance you got to win game one because it's Ryu, your only pitcher? Yes. Yeah. If the, if, the, if the Jays do not win game one, 
I will put it at 0.01% chance the Jays win the series. Mm. I hear what you're saying, and I, I agree mostly. I do think, like, the the Jays' plan, if they're going to win this series, they got to hit, and they got to hit big. Like, even Ryu Day. So that's my only thing where I'm I'm not fully locked into that. Um, and, man, when the, when the Jays mash, they do mash. Um, so I don't know. Um, I mean, the Rays are the heavy favorite, and you are, like, if they don't win game one... It does feel like we're going to be like, yeah, the Rays won both games because that's what they do. Yeah. The bullpen and the starters after Ryu, it's all tough. I mean, they <laughs> basically they're uh, Nate Pearson coming back, so I guess they're hoping from something from him. But you got to go Ryu, maybe Pearson, Dolis, <laughs> pass. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good for the Jays. It doesn't seem like they have the pitchers. They're going to be playing in that Jays locker room. They're going to be playing the three game set. Card, let's hope. Card. Let's hope like you know, Glass now is tipping again in game two. That's the Jays' best bet. It's not looking good. I mean, who's their second? Walker. I think it's Walker. And the and the Rays are going Snell, Glass, Morton, game three. Do they hit Snell? Can I check that real quick before yeah, I move on? I'll let you check that all day, baby. Uh, Snell's, let's just do his 2020 splits. Snell versus Ryu, game one. I like that. Um, we're doing opponent. Snell, how many times did he face the Toronto this year? Two games uh, against Toronto. Where the hell is it? Okay, two games started, 7.2 innings pitch, so I don't know what that's about. 2-3 2-3 ERA. Why did I do it this way? Mm. 2020 season, it's so much easier just to do game logs, yeah. opponent. All right, so we went 5.2, two earned runs, and then in the very beginning of the season, he went two innings pitch because he was building up, and he went zero earned runs. Mm. And Ryu had two appearances both at Tampa, uh, 4.2, earned runs, first start of the year. And then later in August, five innings, one earned run. So, and man, we we have to give Ryu a little more love. Um, he had a three WAR this year, five and two with a two six nine ERA. Yeah, so and his, Ryu, his first two starts were down, and then after that, Ryu's up there with anyone, man. And that would uh, again, we're talking about these eight one matchups, and you know, lose the first game, blah blah blah. I mean, Jays, <laughs> Jays probably need it. I was gonna say more than the Brewers. They could both. Really need it, but yeah, last ten starts for Ryu a one eight six ERA. Yeah, whoo. Mm, Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is two for eight with two home runs off of Snell. That's probably the only matchup there that stands out. Mm. All right, uh, the next matchup in the AL is the well. I'm going down the list here: sure. Cleveland Indians versus Yankees. The four five. This is the four five. This is as premier a pitching matchup in Game One gets. You have the the Cy Young winner in Shane Bieber who every single start has been special, versus Garrett Cole, whose last five starts have been incredibly crazy. Um, So, like, really big pitching matchup in game one. You have the Yankees' offense is better than the Indians' offense, but the Yankees' offense is very hot or cold. The Indians' offense has been pretty bad. I think they have, like, an 89 runs created. Like, they're below 100. They're below average. Jose Ramirez has been amazingly hot. And they do have some mainstays and some stars that, you know, 
Can Lindor turn it on in the postseason? Yes. Yeah, you believe in them. Carlos Santana just finished the last day of the season, and his season stats look bad. He finishes with a home run and a double in the last game, and it's like, well, are you getting, you know, Carlos Santana that's like a 900 OPS guy for a decade? Um, I think this is this one. You know, I did the most likely to go three games. I have this as my most likely to go three games in the American League. I'm interested to see, man. Uh, you and I have obviously rode the wave of this Yankee season. They've talked about turning on the switch. Uh, Cole versus Bieber. You know, it was my Irvin Magic Johnson tweet of the week, but I think this, this game is the most devastated loss game because it's all of all these fan bases. I mean, the Cleveland, you've been telling yourself all year, you know, get us Bieber in a series, and, you know, that's the number one pitcher in the AL this year. The Yankees... They went out, they added Garrett Cole, who, you know, in any year could be the number one pitcher in the AL. His last three starts, 0.86 ERA. And the Yankees have been saying, you know, this is what's different about this Yankees team. I mean, whatever team ends up losing this game is just going to be so devastated. Yeah. They draw a lot of walks. you got to throw strikes to them. Um, but, yeah, it's Jose Ramirez right now. And who's there to Cesar Hernandez? Hernandez gets on base, um, you know, and they're switchy and and they're tough. And I'm I'm interested to see the second half of that Indians lineup because they've basically been a zero all year. And you know who's who's going to have playoff moments for them? You know, is it Naylor, the guy that came over from the San Diego trade? He hasn't done much. Did they give the Shields a start? Uh, Mercado had an awful year. Does he somehow find a start? I don't know. Um, and, you know, Perez, they're fine with him being a zero offensively because he's plus-plus behind the dish. Um, I, I'm interested to see the top of that Indians lineup is going to do something. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to walk away from Lindor, Hernandez, Santana, and Ramirez and be like, wow, 0 for 12 from those guys? Like, no. Like, your best case is 1 for 10 with two walks probably. But it, you can shut down the rest of that lineup. So interested to see that. And, yeah, man, it's... I mean, it just... Okay, so... Th- I'm a Yankee fan that's actively trying to talk myself into positives. Yeah. Um, so, if you're an Indians fan, this segment, like, sucks for you. Uh, mm. So, maybe I'll do that first. Indians, if Bieber shoves and Cookie Carrasco, who's been fantastic lately, shoves, uh, and the Yankee... And, like, you can easily navigate this Yankees lineup, which is really, really good when it's good. But when they've been got, they're really bad. And this Yankees lineup has been really bad against good starting pitchers... And really bad against any starting pitcher that they're seeing for the first time this season. And they're going to face really good starting pitches. The best pitcher in the AL for the first time. I think Bieber can very easily dice up this team. The only question about Bieber, it's his first playoff start. And so it's that's, basically, how special is it going to be? So that's that's the spin zone I'm using right now. And I said previously in the show, I like experience in the playoffs a lot. Yeah. Cole, Garrett Cole <laughs> has pitched a lot of big playoff games He's got a 2-6 ERA, and, I mean, he's pitched big playoff games. Yeah. Um, you have Tanaka, who has a one-something ERA in the playoffs. Tanaka's playoff stats are, like, very impressive, and they're, it's a lot of games. Yeah. Now, they have the experience to do that, and they'll be on the road. Bieber has not pitched in the postseason. Plesak has not pitched in the postseason. Cookie Carrasco's only had two starts in the postseason, and his team lost both of them. I don't think they were really his doing. One was a nice Craig Bird off Andrew Miller home mm. run. Um, 
his his playoff numbers are really good. He's but it's only two starts. Um, seventeen and, and eighteen. But experience is is lays easier with the Yankees skill and pitching wise. Top to bottom. It's how special is Bieber going to be? I mean, yeah. are we going to be walking away and it's, you know, you start getting into really corny sports stuff, but Cole is kind of the guy. He just got the biggest contract for a pitcher ever. Um, you know, he what he did in Houston was lights out. His year this year, I, I saw people being like, Cole didn't really have, you know, his year this year. And it's like, well, actually he did. Yeah. Go check out the stats. It, it started slow with some homers. Um, but, you know, this is almost going to be, is the torch getting passed or is Garrett going to be on the mound after the game and is like, this was fun, huh, Bieber? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, uh, Indians fans, obviously we are Yankees fans. Shane Bieber could go eight innings, <laughs> 13Ks. You know, oh, that uh, that would not shock us either. When the Yankees are bad, they're so bad, and they've been bad against bad pitchers. So it, I'm very worried. A lot of fun first innings. A lot of fun first innings coming up. Next matchup is the Twins versus the Astros. This is super boring for me. Um, I like this series. I don't know. I just expected different. Like, I, you know, I just, I I was thinking Twins were going to have to face the White Sox or the Yankees, and both of those matchups were so exciting. I think whoever faced the Astros was going to be boring to me. Um, But don't count them Astros out. They're going Granky game one. And they haven't announced a game two starter, but Dusty Baker says he has a plan. Oh, yeah. But they threw McCullers on the last game of the season. So McCullers is out for game two as like a starter or something like that. Very weird. Yeah. Um, Because he's been good lately. But, I mean, Framber seems like the two. I think Frambers are in the two. Um and yeah, this Twins team, it's kind of the same story These dudes can rake uh, They've had a couple guys come back late from the IL Mitch Garver, Luis Arias um, So what kind of performance are they going to get? McCullers threw on the 26th Okay 27, 28, 29 Yeah, he would be on three days has, rest for Has he been two. that great? I think his last couple starts were good, yeah um, He finishes with a three nine three. Um, and he's got experience, so you know maybe they've got options. Maybe he's their his game last three. three starts has been seventeen point two innings pitch, zero earned runs. I mean, if you go back the next one, there's some earned runs because he had an injury. But before, if you take out this injury where he didn't even record an out because he was hurt, then it's six innings pitch. I mean, yeah, really good lately. Yeah, his four starts really good. And you wonder, you know, are they going to get funky? He's got eleven games. Uh, four starts, and then the rest are out of the bullpen. So, Dusty's got a plan. Uh, but I'll just say this, man. Granky uh, game one. Versus? Maeda. Revenge, 2017 Ooh. Astros. That's the big storyline everyone's talking about there. Maeda versus the team that stole the ring right off his finger? Yeah. That, that team that stole the ring's got some bad dudes that wouldn't mind shutting a lot of people up. And that's what I want to see. I mean... You know, this Astros team has been bad this year. Jim, their road record is 9-23. and 23. One of the only two teams to be in them and the Brewers, right, are the losing record teams in the playoffs? Yeah. Um, but Zach Greinke, again, you know, he uh, 
The last time we saw him in a playoff game was one of the most impressive performances of all time. Should be if they should be should talked be about in the pantheon of of all time. Game seven, ah man. I mean, I'm glad the Astros lost and it was very exciting. Yeah, but man, that that performance by Zach Granke should be talked about with like hearts in our eyes as baseball fans. Game seven. What what was he doing? Like he had one hit. I think he had one hit. He might have had no hits for a while. He was doing the John Boy one two three innings very casually. They had Cole available in the bullpen. Anyways, um, and like, dude, I'm just I can't count out Bregman, Springer, Correa, Brantley, who had the only like really good year. No hit through six was what it was. Man, Springer turned his year around. Holy smokes. Um, no hit, no hit, th- no hitter through six in Game Seven of the World Series. If if I'm the Twins, I'm I don't like this matchup. Straight up, um, why? Because they're hitters. Is the Astros hitters? Because it's it's just it's still the Astros, and like they've had this whole year that's been bizarre. They've looked bad. You're still coming in and you're facing Granky, who that last performance we just mentioned. He's Zach Granky until he's not Zach Granky. And then, dude, like, let's let's say Maeda doesn't have it. Game one. Which, hey, he doesn't deserve that. He's been incredible. More so, it's do the Astros have it. And let's say Bregman and Springer, Homer, in the first game. Like, again, this season didn't matter. The Astros are in the dance. And what do you think they've been telling themselves all year? Like, F everyone. F John Boy. We're going to come out in these playoffs, and we're going to rake. So... I don't know. I just think they're the Astros until they're not. Um, and they could very well not. Like, the Twins have had a really good year, and they're a really good ball team. But, man, you know, I don't want to see Granky and these dudes with all that playoff experience in game one, a three-game set. No way, man. Mm. Who's... Um, what's What are the throwing arms of the... Astros starters. I'm blanking and like the starters. Yeah. What's what's Framber? Granky. Oh, Framber's a lefty. Okay. Uh, twins suck against lefties. I th- I believe. Okay. I believe. Um, Minnesota Twins finished dead last in home runs percentage off lefties. Uh, and the Twins are one of the most. Home run relying teams in all of baseball, so maybe Framber game two is nice. Jim, I and and I, well, and the the Padres are the most home run reliable team, I believe. Houston's pitching ain't bad. Framber's been good, dude. Christian Javier had a really nice season. I think they probably kick him to the bullpen. Urquidy has turned it on. He's got five good starts. Houston's got some arms, man. You worried about the Twins? I'm worried about the Twins. Okay. All right. Houston's been bad, though. Houston has been bad. Twins have been very good. I mean, I could chop up their numbers, and Houston has had a horrible final three weeks. And, you know, this is biggest coin flip series for me. How about that? Mm-hmm. Like, I could have the Astros winning game one, and the Twins are like, Oh my God! How did this happen? 
we're facing the Astros. They look good again after having a terrible season. Or I could see the Twins roll them over. This is my biggest coin flip series. Yeah, I mean, the, yeah. So the, they rely on the home run. 51% of the Twins' runs come via home run. Um, twins run... Uh, no team in the AL playoff has scored fewer runs per game by non-homer. Now, you live and you die with the homer. It, uh, you know, The solo homer is more common in the postseason because pitching is a lot better, and the solo homer doesn't do much for you. So you just got to get some guys on base. The Twins are very good, though. Yeah, I mean, the, they could maul and win the first two games, 8-1, 8-3. Yeah. I wouldn't be sh- surprised. I could also see them losing 3-1, yeah. 4-2, and that's that's it, so... We'll the next the next series here is the A's and the White Sox, and I'm super interested in okay. this series. I, okay. I, I I'm interested because I have no idea which way it's going to go. How you're talking about? Tw- I think the Twins win, but how you're talking? <laughs> What's that? Like three games. What do you mean this right. series? Oh yeah, yeah. I don't even know who the A's pitching is. I scoured to figure it out. I think Bassett's getting the ball in game one, but uh, A's fans didn't know yet. Um, I don't know. White Sox clearly it's Giolito and then Keuchel. White Sox offense has been in a pretty big slide, uh, but they're good, but they're all inexperienced. They're, it's a whole new new playoff team, basically. Yeah. You got um, Grandall. Grandall's been through, been through it. Uh, you know, Jose Abreu, you're not going to bet against that guy, veteran after an MVP-type season. You know, we'll see what the young guys look like. Are they the special fun White Sox from a couple weeks ago? Uh, you know, Jose Abreu MVP in the chat with uh, the Ploof stat from earlier. Sox are 14-0 and against lefties. Yeah, so... And, I mean, there's... Is Bassett a lefty? No, Bassett's righty. Manaya's a lefty. Yeah. Um, Lazardo's a lefty. The White Sox also, though, they don't really walk, and they chase pitches. So if they face a pitcher... If they face a top-level pitcher that can get them to chase... It seems like an easy recipe. Did you see what Montas did yesterday? A's fans have to be 13 Ks. Really? Well, who did he Last play? day of the season. Who was it against? Uh, who was it? A's. They won 6-2. to two. Mariners. Mariners. Still, they've been mm-hmm. waiting for that for Montas. Yeah. And they wanted him to probably be their one. They, the, the White Sox need to get multiple people on base. Like, they need to take some walks and pass the baton. They don't really walk a lot, and if they're going against a good pitcher, like they swing so often that they can find themselves handing a good pitcher uh, a nice pitch count easily if they're not hitting because they just swing. Yeah. So they do well. They do um, really well. They bang. Their their offense is incredible. They're poised. Can the nuts, White Can the White man. Sox hitters be poised enough in the postseason? That's what's going to really help them out. But. Uh, What's going on with the the A's, man? I don't even know. I mean, they've been they lost Chapman. Um, you know they they get the second seed in the East. It's I I mean the question is that does the puzzle piece end up fitting beautifully or is it a disaster? Mm-hmm. Like you know does Bassett, Lazardo, Manaya, you know hopefully Montes for them maybe towards the end of the series like. Is it beautiful poetry with all their pitching, or it's like how how did we end up here? Yeah, mm. 
I haven't been paying attention because they've had the one seed locked up so much. Yeah. Um, you know, is Lamb going to continue? I think so. I think he's, he's been he, really hot, and he hasn't made an error at third yet. I think he's been better than Chapman was before Chapman got hurt. Ooh. Statistically, I think his hitting, like, the, like for, like, if he's been on the team for two weeks, those two weeks are better than the two weeks before Chapman got hurt. Two weeks. I think, yeah. Like, I think just, like, you know, he's hotter than Chapman was. Now, yeah. Um, they haven't lost a step for now. For Murphy sure. had a good year. You want, you want Chapman. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. And, hey, this, this Oakland team has some playoff experience, too. They've, they've been in some games. Um, One. Yeah, they were in the do or die. They lost. And then they were, I mean, weren't they there the year before too? They've lost two wild card games. That's their experience. It's not a lot. Yeah, it's it's something. They played in two do or die games. Um, the A's pitching is very interesting. They're like competent when the offense yeah. is good, but it's 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 a little bit like the Braves without Freed. Like the Braves lineup has been carrying them for a while, and their pitching is is good enough. I mean, I kind of want to stop you there because, I mean, the Braves lineup blows the A's lineup out of the water. I guess so. Um, so are we saying we don't believe in the A's? Cause I, but the White Sox are young, too. But dude, I have this no turns idea. into almost like the Rays argument, and we've compared these teams throughout the season. Like, the A's do it their way. Almost everyone that's going to come out and pitch for them can pitch really well. Not as good as the Rays. The Rays pitchers blow them out of the water. If the Braves hitters blow the 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 Rays pitching blows them out of the water. Yeah. I, I think I think that's fair. The starters, I mean, they're bullpen, man. Yeah. A, a lot of guys that can do it down there. So, yeah, I, it's just does does the pitching end up looking beautiful? Can the starters get it to the bullpen? Because um, you still, you know, you still believe in Matt Olson, Loriano, Simeon, even though they had down years. Um, Robbie Grossman's been good. Canna's been there. Murphy had a really nice year for the catcher, so. Yeah. I don't know. This is my guaranteed three-game set. All right, I like that. I have yeah. the Yankees and the and the and the Indians like that. The, the The pitching in games one and two is so good, and whereas Yankee fans were so worried about game three because then you go into a do or die with Hap starting. Granted, short leash. It's not like you're asking. It's not like it's right. Hap's game to win or lose. We're so scared of that scenario as Yankee fans that to me. It's ha- it's got to happen. Okay, I like that. I like that. I don't know. I think if if they get beat with Cole, there might be a lot of a lot of slumpy shoulders. Oh, the Yankees lose game one. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, yeah. They have to win game one. Okay. I don't know. I I, I don't have a lot of faith yeah. in the Yankees. If they lose game one, I, I have no faith in them. Like gearing up, they'll just think they got to jam the button even more. Yeah, hit the button harder. We hit button hitters. All right, that about covers everything. Yeah. I'm super excited to be, one, back in Roosevelt Studios. Two, we got a lot of fun stuff coming up. Like, this is so much more fun than the regular season. Flip a switch for me. Mm. I'm into it. Mm. So, uh, thank you guys very much. We'll be back. I don't know what the plan is. We'll have the pregame show tomorrow. I don't think we'll have anything on the main feed. But we haven't really figured it out. So... Because there's no games to recap. So we will 100% be back on this channel, on the Patreon-only videos, and on the main podcast feed and the main... We will be back Wednesday to recap all the Tuesday games. Wednesday morning. 
Maybe we can put the pregame on both feeds tomorrow or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, and let, let people know? Yeah. Okay. And then if you watch on YouTube, you guys get everything every yeah. day anyway. It's all in the same place. The podcast app feed is split up because otherwise you'd be getting 13 yeah. a week. That's crazy or some shit like that. Yeah. Nine a week. 13 a week in the play- playoffs. Thanks, anyway, everybody. Thank you, guys. Oh, there it is. Mm.